A round of applause for the praise and worship team. <laughs> you know, the crossover service, the team was absolutely fantastic. And there's a blessing. Amen. They were losing weight up here, man. People were sweating up here. It was, it was amazing. Uh, listen, that's how you start the year. Can you say amen? If you missed it, hey, you missed out. Maybe next year. Maybe next year, come back. <laughs> next year will be a double portion. Can you say Amen. Amen. Toby, God bless you, the team. God bless every one of you guys. The anointing. Amen. Turn in your Bibles on this first day of 2023 with me to Matthew chapter 16. And it's been an absolute privilege to stand before you. Um, this, this will mark a full 12 months um, since I came here and uh, took over this ministry. Uh, uh, yes, uh, it's an absolute privilege. You guys have welcomed me and my family like you've known me for years. It's a, it's a blessing. Um, and, you know, my family has now extended because of what God is doing right here. Um, and I, I, for one, only can't wait to see what God is going to do in 2023. I can't wait to see what's going to unfold in all of our lives this year. Uh, it's been such a blessing. There's ups, there's downs, there's turnarounds, uh, but we're still progressing, we're still advancing, uh, and, who, and who knows what is going to be in store for us uh, this year. So such a privilege, a privilege to be able to be here and stand before you. Uh, God is good. Can you say amen in this place? Uh, amen. Uh, this, we're going to go straight into it today. Uh, uh, Matthew chapter 16, uh, verse number 13 to 19 here. Um, I want to preach a sermon I've entitled, uh, Unlocking 2023. Come on now. Yes, amen. That's what we want to do. Unlocking 2023. So Matthew 16, verse number 13. The Bible says, when Jesus came into the region of Caesarea Philippi, he asked his disciples saying, who do men say I, the son of man, am? So they said, some say John the Baptist, some Elijah, and others Jeremiah, or one of the prophets. He said to them, but who do you say that I am? And Simon Peter answered and said, you are the Christ, the son of the living God. Jesus answered and said to him, blessed are you, Simon Barjona, for flesh and blood has not revealed this to you, but my father who is in heaven. And I say to you that you are Peter. And on this rock, I will build my church and the gates of Hades shall not prevail against it. And I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. And whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. And whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. Can you say amen in this place? What a blessing to be able to receive that from Jesus Christ. What a blessing to be able to hear that uh, the authority that Jesus Christ is putting on is giving Peter. And I want to address a few things. The first thing I want to address or look at uh, is key holding authority. Because there is an authority uh, to somebody that has keys. Can you say amen in this place? And in our text, uh, there is an order of events that produce this key holding authority. And I want to look at that because it is significance. Like I said, there is significance in somebody that has keys. Come on, to, have, to be a key holder is a certain level of responsibility. To be a key holder means you can now do things that people that don't have keys can do. Can you say amen in this place? You can have access to places or access to things that regular people don't have access to. 
Listen, I remember growing up in my in my family home, and, you know, growing up there. In my, I grew up in a fantastic family. My my parents, my but my three older brothers, and a blessing to, to to live with them. But I remember a time. I think it was sometime in secondary school, the first or second year of secondary school, that my dad sat me down and said, "Here you go, son," and gave me the keys to the house. That was different. Things changed in my life right then when he gave me the keys to the house. No longer was I just a lodger there and I was just the son. I had to go out when they go out and I had to come back when they come in. No, he gave me keys. That means I can go and come as I please. The house ownership became part of me. I said, no, I now own this house as well because I'm a key holder. When I walk past the house, that's not longer just, oh, that's just where I live. No, this is my house. Why? Because I have keys. I was able, if the door is locked, I'm able to put the key in the door, open the door and walk in and see the significance because of the key. It gives me access. Now I have access to all the blessings that's within that house. Can you say amen in this place? I have access to the refrigerator. Can you say amen in this place? I have access to security, a nice warm bed. I have access to that. I can open it up and gain access to everything within that house. But also with the keys, I can also secure that making sure that no one else has access to that I'm able to lock things down to say you know I don't want this person I don't want this thing in my house what I'm going to do is lock the door because I have keys when you are a key holder there is significance can you say amen in this place and this could relate to many different things in your life. I don't know if anybody's ever received keys before. I remember we bought our first house. Uh, we had the keys. When we got those keys, it was different. It was a different feeling because these keys, it, it represented ownership. I remember getting my first car, paying the money, and they gave me keys. Listen, I could now enter into that car and I can use it as I please. Listen, I remember the first time they gave me keys to Foot Locker. I used to work in Foot Locker and they gave me keys to open up. I felt a little bit prideful. I could say, yes, I'm opening up this shop for business. I'm the key holder here. No one can come in until I step first in and come in for this place first. Because when you have keys, it gives you a certain authority. There is a significance to being a key holder. And here Jesus Christ says to Peter, I give you keys to the kingdom. Jesus says to Peter, I give you keys to the kingdom. But in order to have kingdom or, or key holding authority, there is an order. There is an order. And we look in our text, there's an order before he's able to get those keys. The first thing we see is that Peter got an understanding. Peter got a revelation of Jesus Christ. And that is the first step in order to have dominion. The first step in order to have authority. And we need to understand who Jesus Christ is. Our, verse, our text says in verse number 16, Simon Peter answered and said, You are the Christ, the Son of the living God. And Jesus answered and said to him, Blessed are you, Simon Barjona. It is the revelation of Jesus Christ, of who Jesus Christ is. And that revelation is where everything else can begin. 
begin. That's where the beginning of the transference of authority begins in knowing who Jesus Christ is. Because we understand authority comes from Jesus Christ. Can you say amen in this place? And when we understand who exactly he is, we understand who he is in our life, who he is in the universe. Listen, authority can begin to transfer. And we need to understand because there's many different Jesus or many different versions of Jesus in the world we're living in today. Can you say amen in this place? Unfortunately, people have created their own Jesus. People have created a Jesus that fits them. People have created a Jesus no longer of the Bible, but a Jesus of this new twisted generation. But the authority came to Peter when he realized who Jesus was. When he got the true revelation of Jesus Christ, that's when authority changed because authority belongs to him. Look at Matthew 28 and verse number 18. The Bible says, And Jesus came and spoke to them and said, All authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth. He is the one that holds the power. He has authority. John 3 and verse number 35, the Bible says, The Father loves the Son and has given all things into his hand. He has the dominion. He has the power. One more, Philippians 2, verse number 9 and 10. Therefore, God has highly exalted him and given him the name which is above every name that at the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow of those in heaven, of those on earth and those under the earth. The first step of gaining authority is the revelation of Jesus Christ. We need to understand who Jesus Christ is in our life. He is the truth. He is the way. In John 14 and verse number 6, the Bible says, when Jesus says, I am the way, the truth, and the life, no one comes to the Father except through me. What he's saying is, in order to progress, in order to have a, a, a fellowship with the Father, you need to have knowledge of the truth, and the truth is him himself. In order to gain access into the house of the Father, you need to go through him, and he is the truth. In order to come into the house, you need to use a door. Can you say amen in this place? And John 10 verse number 9 Jesus says, listen, I am the door. If anyone enters by me, he will be saved and will go in and out and find pasture. And we know that doors of importance of value also are associated with keys. And this is exactly what Jesus says I will give you because of the revelation that you have, Peter. Now that's the knowledge, that's, the, that's, the, that's the, the order of things. We need to have a revelation of Jesus Christ first. To have any sort of authority in our life, to have any sort of dominion in our life, we need to have a revelation of Jesus Christ. Now I know many of us here do have a revelation of Jesus Christ, but it is my heart that this year we get a new deeper revelation of Jesus Christ. Come on, we need to understand him. We need to have a renewed experience with him, a renewed encounter with Jesus Christ again. Listen, we need to regularly get into his presence this year. This year we need to regularly have fellowship with him. We need to regularly consult with him in order to have the authority that he has designed us to have this year. I want to move on to what else he said or what Jesus said to Peter. And that's binding and loosing. The Bible says in verse number 18, And I say to you that you are Peter, 
And on this rock, I will build my church. And here, the rock he's talking about is the revelation of Christ. Many people, some people look at that scripture and say that that Peter himself is the rock and God's going to build his church on him. But you look at the words, the the Greek behind that, uh, the words used for Peter is rock, small rock, uh, uh, or tiny little rock. uh, And on him, when he says, on this rock, he's talking about the revelation. That is a huge rock. I'm going to build the church. So it's the revelation of Christ that's going to build his church. And the Bible says, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. And I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. And whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. And whatever you, whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. So if you see there, we see a shift in responsibilities. Upon the revelation of Christ... He gives us authority. He's already given us authority. He's already done that. When he was victorious on the cross of Calvary, he said, it is finished. The work was accomplished. He has done the task. He has done the job. But what he is now saying is that I give you the keys. I give you the authority. And whatever you bind and whatever you loose, it's up to you. In other words, Jesus' work has been completed already. The job of binding and loosing is up to us. Can you say amen in this place? We now have the job to say, I'm going to take this authority and I'm going to bind some things in 2022, uh, 2023, sorry. I'm going to take this authority and I'm going to loose some things in 2023. We see here in Revelations 1 and verse number 18, the Bible says, I am he who lives and was dead and behold, I am alive forevermore and uh, I have the keys of heaven, sorry, the keys of Hades and of death. Here we see the use or the words of keys again, talking about authority that Jesus has taken. But he's now pushing forward and saying, I give you authority. You need to do some work now. You need to take the authority and start to unlock things in 2023. You know, it reminds me of when Jesus raised Lazarus up from the dead. If you know your Bible, when he came, he, he waited for a while. And then uh, when Lazarus was sick, he was away. He waited until Lazarus actually passed away, actually died. And he came, he came to the scene and he called out Lazarus. And Lazarus walked out of the grave, literally walked out of the grave. And he was wrapped in grave clothes, the Bible says, head to foot. And Jesus said to him, loose him and let him go. Loose him and let him go. Now, Jesus could have just done the same thing. He could have spoke and the grave clothes could have just fallen off. He could have spoke and he could have come out. They could have just melted off. But he says, no, I've done the hard work. I've done the resurrecting work. Now it's up to you to go ahead and loose some things. Can you say amen in this place? I've given you authority to take some things off. Things that are binding you. Things that are trapping you. I've given you the authority to push through and take those off. So he said to those around, loose Lazarus and let him go you see binding binding is to do with forbidding and loosing is to do with releasing and permitting you know there are things in 2023 that we need to forbid can you say amen in this place there are things this year that we need to bind up and not experience anymore 
There are things going forward that we need to say, no, I'm not going to have that in my life anymore. I'm not going to have that in my family anymore. We need to bind that up. We need to say, you know what? We need to forbid the slavery of sin. We don't want sin to be a master of us anymore. We don't want addiction to be a master of us anymore. We need to bind that up in the name of Jesus Christ. Can you say amen? Depression and anxiety. Listen, it was on the rise after COVID. People were telling me that depression, anxiety, is shooting up well this year we need to bind that in the name of Jesus Christ can you say amen no more dark days it's only light because of the light that Jesus Christ brings we need to bind up demonic activity in any shape or form this year no longer we having curses come upon us no longer we having a sickness disease come upon us we need to bind that up this year in the name of Jesus Christ There are things we need to loose this year. There are things we need to release. Or in other words, permit this year. We need to release and call down the favour of God this year. Can you say amen? We need to release and call down prosperity in our lives this year. Look at 3 John 1 and 2. The Bible says, I pray that you may prosper in all things and be in health just as your soul prospers. That prayer should be over your life. That prayer should be over your family your loved ones. Listen, we want to loose that, release that on our lives in 2023. We need to release the will of God and destiny in our lives this year. As we step to cross into another year, it's another set of opportunities, another set of chances. And we must hold on to the authority that God has given us. Take the keys that Jesus Christ has given us and take the authority and start to unlock some things, start to release some things in our lives. And many of us know we need to do this and many of us have the confidence to do this. But what we do, what we meet, what we come across sometimes in our life is resistance. Now, I don't want to be the bearer of bad news, but I'm going to tell you right here, right now, on the first day of this year, that you are going to come against resistance. This year, you are going to come against uh, the enemy trying to resist you uh, from being all that God wants you to be, from having all that God wants you to have. You are going to come against resistance. You are going to come against opposition. You're going to come against people who will try and speak bad on you or speak bad about you. You're going to come against them. situations that are going to try and test you. Situations that are going to try and take you out this year is coming. There's going to be some resistance. And with that, I want to look at the final part. I want to look at this, this uh, sermon is a renewed focus for 2023. You see, in our text... Jesus said, I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. He said that. I'm going to give you the keys. I'm going to give you the authority. I'm going to give you the keys to the kingdom of heaven. But in another place, in Matthew 11, verse number 12, this is Jesus speaking again. He said, from the days of John the Baptist until now, that same kingdom of heaven, the one I've given you the keys to, the one I've given you authority, that same kingdom of heaven suffers violence. It suffers persecution. It suffers the enemy trying to attack. It suffers people trying to stumble you or trip you up. It suffers people trying to remove your blessing. People trying to distract you. That same kingdom of heaven suffers violence. And he said, and the violent take it by force. I want to hold on to that scripture for this year to say, you know what? 
there's a few things that I'm going to take by force this year. There's a few things that I'm going to enter into by force this year. And the violent, the word there, taking it by force, is talking about people who are earnest, people who will endure, people who will persist, who will go on and ask and keep on asking, will knock and keep on knocking, will seek and continue to seek until they see a breakthrough, until they see something happen. This year, you need to take that on as the first day of the year, saying, you know what, I'm going to continue on regardless. I'm not going to let anything stop me because Jesus has already done all the work. He has given us the authority already. I know this is going to work out. All I need to do is be persistent, be tenacious, be determined because what God has promised, he is able to fulfill. Can you say amen in this place? This year we're going to go forward and take it forward and be the violent that take the kingdom of God by force. Can you say amen in this place? You know, I came across a video um, and uh, hopefully they'll get it ready for me. But uh, I, want to, I want you to watch this. It's, you know, I know our attention span can sometimes waver a bit, but it's only about 57 seconds long, okay? So just bear with me for this, okay? There's no words, there's no music. Um, but I want you just to, wa- to watch this um, and look at this. It inspired me. Um, I hope you, you understand. So DJ, drop that. Now when I saw that, That rock is what, maybe 10, 12 feet tall, maybe 15 feet wide. When you look at that, you're thinking, oh, I can't do this. But maybe you get some inspiration, you say, okay, I'm going to do this. And you hit it once, pow, nothing happens. You say, I'm I'm still inspired, I'm going to hit this again, pow, nothing happens. See, when people get to that point, they're thinking, you know, this is not going to happen. I'm not going to break this through. I'm just going to do a job. I'm just going to go around it. Or I'm just going to just live with this. Well, I want to take this illustration all throughout this year and say, listen, no, I know this is going to crack. This is going to break through. We are going to break through. One thing I love about that is that he was persistent. It wasn't just randomly hitting it. He was hitting it with a focus. He's in it right down here. I'm going to hit these pins up and down, up and down. And notice when it cracked, he wasn't surprised. He said, oh my goodness, I didn't know it was going to crack. No, he knew that thing was going to crack. He didn't know how many hits it was going to take, but he did know that that thing was going to crack. And can I ask you, which one of those hits actually broke the rock? Which one was it? It was each and every one of those hits that broke the rock. So you could have been praying for a week. You could have been praying for a month. You could have been praying for the whole of 2022. Can I tell you, your prayers have not gone unanswered. Each one of those prayers is like a sledgehammer to that rock. And you're going to continue to hit that. The only thing is, don't give up. We're going to see this rock break through. And whatever rock that is in your life, listen, just remember that you keep hitting that. You keep hitting that and you're going to hit it with focus and hit it with accuracy don't just hit randomly saying no I'm going to hit it right now God told me that I can ask him and I will receive God told me I'll knock the door will be open he said seek him and I will find him so this here pick up your sledgehammer again you may have dropped here but no today we're picking up again I'm going to go back and hit him and hit him and hit him we need to understand and be expectant for that rock to break it will break Break it in the name of Jesus Christ. Can you say amen in this place? 
Whatever rock is in your place, you have the authority. You've been given keys to the kingdom. It is your job to bind. It is your job to loose. Pick up that sledgehammer. Listen, I was going to buy a sledgehammer to hold up here. My wife said that's going a bit too far. But listen, you understand what I'm trying to say to you. Whatever it is, that rock might crack for you tomorrow. It might crack for you next month. But one thing I do know is that that rock, that rock will crack. Can you say amen in this place? We need to continue with a focused approach to say, God, I'm going to take you at your word. Pang. God, I'm going to take you. I believe in your promises. Power. God, I'm going to crack this rock in the name of Jesus. Power. You said we are more than conquerors. Power. You said we can overcome. Power. You said you will give me the keys to the kingdom. And I hold on to that. Power. You continue to break that rock. Can you say amen in this place? 2023 will be unlocked if you take the delegated authority and do what you've been called to do, you need to do the binding. You need to do the loosening. Pick up your sledgehammer and go at this year with a violence, with a vengeance to say, God, I'm going to be and have everything you want me to be and have in the name of Jesus Christ. Can you say amen in this place? Let's bow our heads. Let's close our eyes in this place. Unlocking 2023. God has given us the keys, the authority already. We need to go out there and do some binding. We need to go out there and do some loosening. And go to the enemy's camp and get back what he stole from us. Go and take the authority with the kingdom of God behind us. And be the man or woman that God has called us to be. Hmm. I don't know about you, but I'm going to keep on hitting and hitting and pursuing. I may be tired. Listen, that looked like tired work. It looked like energy. But it wasn't energy that was wasted. Because eventually that huge rock split in two. That huge rock was flattened. After hit, after hit, after hit, focused, dedicated, accurate, specific, God, I'm going to overcome in this area. Because you have conquered death for all of us, Lord Jesus. God, I'm going to overcome. The curse has been broken because you hung on a tree and took the curse for us. So I don't have to live here in this curse. I can live free. And if you're here under the sound of my voice, on the very first day of the year, 2023, if you're here and you know, you've come into this year still in and out, still messing around, still one foot in the world, one foot in the kingdom of God, Today is the day to change all of that. Today is the day to pledge your allegiance to Jesus Christ. Today is the day to work on the revelation of who Jesus Christ is. And today is the day to accept him as your Lord and personal saviour. Today is the day to say, God, I know that I'm a sinner. 
But I thank you for dying for me and paying the penalty for my sin. Today is the day to do that. If you've been wavering between two decisions, uh, living for the world or living for Christ, today is the day to come back and say, no, I'm going to make a decision to live for Christ in this place. Listen, if I'm speaking to you and you want to make that decision, all I want to do, all I want to see is a hand raised up as a sign to me and I will count it a privilege on this first day of the year to pray with you, lead you into the kingdom of God. That's you in this place. You want Jesus to Christ. You'll be your Lord and personal Savior. You don't know if heaven will be your home if you were to die today. You don't know if you'd meet Jesus and be able to dwell with him. You're not sure. If that's you, put that hand up. I count it a privilege to pray with you in this place. Maybe you've never done that before. Maybe you have done that before, but like I said, you've, you've been pushed away. You've been distracted. And now you're living for the world. If you want to come back home, just raise that hand as a sign to me. I count it a privilege, privilege to pray with you in this place. Front to back, left to right, under the sound of my voice. You want to make a new star in this new star. You want to be a new you in 2023. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Father. Okay, speaking to Christians in this place. Listen, in a moment after, I'm going to pray for everybody. uh, But right now, what I want us to do, I want us to get a renewed focus a renewed focus for this new year. For some of you, it might be putting that first pin in the rock and hitting it. For some of you, it might be picking that sledgehammer back up again and hitting the pins you've been hitting. But we need to have a renewed focus, a tenacity that with Christ, as Paul said, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens strengthens me. He said that I can live with much, I can live with a little. And I can do that because I have Christ who strengthens me. So in the knowledge of Christ, it is the knowledge of Christ that's going to allow you to continue on. Listen, that 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 man who was breaking that rock, throwing that sledgehammer, it was his knowledge that spurred him on to continue on. He knew that was going to crack. It was his expertise. He knew this was going to go. I just need to keep on hitting. The only way it's not going to break is I'll stop hitting. It was his knowledge. So you have the knowledge of Christ. You understand who Christ is. You understand how faithful he is. So with him, listen, there is nothing that can get in your way. There's nothing that's going to be able to stop you. There's nothing that's going to be able to impede you to where you are taken off destiny. No, stand in the knowledge of Christ and say, I know Lord Jesus, you are faithful. You will never leave me nor forsake me. So I'm going to go through this year and continue hitting continue hitting until I see breakthrough. I'm going to hold on like Jacob until you bless me. I'm going to continue to pray until I see all that you have for me to see. So right now, church, we need to have a renewed focus for this year. Listen, don't just treat it as another day. Don't just treat it as another new year. We've seen many. Yes, we've been blessed to see many. But treat this year as something different to say, you know what? It's going to happen this year. I'm going to 
breakthrough this year and I'm not going to quit. I'm not going to give up until I advance, until I see breakthrough. Let's spend some time praying. Let's spend some time calling upon the name of the Lord to get a renewed focus this year, to say, God, help me, strengthen me, to continue on, to unlock this year, God, to take all that you have for me, God, to walk in destiny, to walk in the spirit and deny the flesh. Father, we thank you, Lord, right here, right now. God, we bless your holy name, Lord Jesus. For you alone are worthy, God, we thank you, Father. God, we honor you, Lord Jesus. God, we praise your name, O Lord Jesus.